As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. There's this thing on, one, two, my check, one, two, all right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. On Christmas, 122 to 115 behind a triple double from James Harden and 31 points from Patty Mills. James lobs it up. Big finish! Anthony Davis to open play. Welcome back to the Browns. Similar to what happened in the Blazers game against Toronto on Sunday. Edwards ends the drought for the Do you enjoy New York City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lie. Lying motherfucker. Mm. 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 Machine is never wrong, son. Fuck, man. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Happy Peanut Brittle Day. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoy is producing. Coming up on the show between a rock and a hardened place. Lakers turnaround. The heat of the moment. Anthony Edwards drops 40 again. And Giannis creeping up in that MVP race. Let's get to our two contestants in this corner. From the super charm and soft streets of Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book. The Jalen Brown out. How many Brad Zarens does it take to screw in a light bulb? It's Jay, the kid that got on Peloton King. Jay, what's the bigger scam? Cryptocurrency or non-fungible tokens, a.k.a. NFTs? I'm a crypto guy. I'm, I'm a believer in, in crypto. So I'm going to have to go with N- NFTs. I just don't understand... Well, I've never been an art guy in the first place. Like, you you would never see me spending a lot of money on art. So I'm certainly not going to spend a lot of money on digital art that I could just copy and save and and use as my own anyway. So that that's that's my take on NFTs. I think they're both scams. I think wealthy Top people get rich off them. Too. <laughs> Top shot is stupid. You know why? Because I can look at those highlights whenever the hell I want. And I didn't pay any yeah, money for there's them. There's this little thing called YouTube, guys. Yeah, this little thing it's called free. the old internet. Exactly. All right. And in this corner, Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors and a brand new book on sale now. Dynasties, the 10 G-O-A-T teams that changed the NBA forever. The one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, this isn't me. Actual question in the rundown, are the 49ers going all the way? 
They are going all the way to SoFi Stadium, baby, to L.A. Yep. They are going to make it That's there. right. And we're staying there, baby. You know why? Because that's where the Super Bowl is. That's where the Super Bowl is. I don't know if I'm calling yep. a seventh Same. straight. We got a two-week trip, baby. I don't know if that's I can what call it is. a seventh straight. Jimmy G. Seventh straight you know what is a lot, G stands bro. for? <laughs> Get, gets to the Super Bowl. That's what it stands for. Against all odds. You know what the G stands for? Gets nothing but wins against the Rams. You know what the G stands for? Get this podcast going. All right, Jade, start the clock. Take one. <laughs> go Harden or go home. Earlier this week, it was revealed in an article on Bleacher Report that James Harden had informed several confidants of his interest in exploring opportunities outside the Brooklyn Nets, and he can become a free agent this offseason. Quote, James isn't going to hold back, said a person familiar with Harden. Probably means something. The source listed these three things as the keys to Harden's frustrations. One, the status of Kyrie Irving as a part-time player. Two, Steve Nash's fluid rotations. And three, Harden has not enjoyed living in Brooklyn. On Tuesday night, following a loss to the Lakers, Harden appeared baffled when reporters questioned him. Harden said, talking about reports, I don't know about any reports. Did you guys hear it from me? Jake, play the tape. James, not to uh, beat a dead horse or belabor the point, but just to be specific, one of the complaints that the report claimed that you had was with uh, rotations, you know, not having set crunch time rotations. I don't Guys know. I don't know. I don't, listen, listen, I don't know about any reports. Of course, I'm frustrated because, you know, we're not healthy. You know, we're just, it's a lot of inconsistency for whatever reason, injuries, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's frustrating. I think everybody in this organization is frustrated because we are better than what our record is and we should be, you know, on the way up. So that's all it is. I don't I mean, I don't know about a report. If you didn't hear from me, like, I don't, I don't, I don't talk to nobody. I have an agent. <laughs> like, you know, if you don't hear from me, then it's reports. I've heard that tape. I know that if there's one person who sounds like he's bad at lying, even if he's telling the truth, it's James Harden in that tape. Meanwhile, Kendrick Parkins had a park alert. Of his own while appearing on Showtime's All the Smoke. Quote, this is real life. This is not rumors. James Harden Camp is telling people in Philly, we want to come play with Embiid next year. Jade, played that tape. I'm going to just give you hints and you can figure it out. But James Harden didn't sign his contract extension. Mm. All right. He didn't sign. He was supposed to sign it. He was supposed to go KD, Kyrie, James Harden. Didn't happen. All right. So he didn't sign it. Now... James Harden camp is telling people in Philly, we want to come play with Embiid next mm. year. This ain't no lot of facts, but then he's telling the Brooklyn Nets, the ownership group different. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Perk was actually the first person to say publicly that Ben Simmons was thinking about not reporting to the Sixers camp. Marcus, are you buying this podium denial from Harden, or does this story have legs? And Should we expect those legs to do a step-back jumper to put James in Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. This story has better legs than James Harden himself. This story has legs <laughs> that will survive four quarters and shoot 50% from the field. Like, th- wow. from inside wow. the arc. This, that's how much legs Goodness. this story has. Listen, Goodness. I understand he had 227 on the table. But anybody who walks away for more than 50 a year and don't sign that extension while Kevin Durant is signing, to me, that was the dead giveaway, right? That was the that was the sign that, okay, somebody's not staying here. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If you're with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant signs the extension and you don't. Even if this story doesn't have legs, you just gave it some. So to me, that was the telltale. But it makes perfect sense. Him back with Maury. Like him getting the Mm. run what he wants to run. Him getting the Mm -hmm. big man he always dreamed Clint Capella would become. And Clint Capella never became. Why Clint Capella (laughs) kept strays here? That's unnecessary. To me, it just makes makes a ton of sense. And I actually think it might be a better fit. Even though I would hate the fact that we never got to see the big three. That's a better fit for where Harden is. Having a center who can carry the team Mm. and have him not have to make to 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 take our football tone pass bruce brown open (laughs) oh wow yeah that's a good point jay let me throw this theory at you if you were daryl morey and you were maybe trying to drum up a little bit of panic a little bit of interest at the trade deadline to go get ben simmons if you're another team 
maybe maybe leak out that hey don't worry about trading for Ben Simmons before the deadline I'm gonna go get James Harden with him this summer yeah that would be a good play by Maury here's why I don't believe it because Harden didn't really try to deny the reports he said he'd never (laughs) heard the reports and then in the same answer he's like yeah I'm frustrated yeah Yeah, of course I'm frustrated (laughs) We've had so much inconsistency, and he's like, I don't know yeah. why we've had inconsistency. Well, I know why. Because Kyrie Irving May- Hold decided- on. Maybe Maury's plan actually duped Harden, though. Maybe maybe Maury oh, said this out, and Harden like, was yeah. like, hey, you know what? Maury That's- knows Harden better than he knows himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is true. Maury does know him well. But, yeah, I mean, I know exactly why they've had inconsistency. Because Kyrie Irving decided not to get vaccinated. And the Nets told him to basically stay home. And a team that was built around three superstars has not had one of those, at least one of those, for almost every single game this season. So, yeah, I'd be frustrated, too. I'd be frustrated that Kyrie just decided to be a part-time player and for a while just a not-at-all player. I'd be frustrated that a, a team that really needs to win now because those guys are, are getting up in age. You, you never know how much longer they're going to stay at, at the level they are. And in Harden's case, it seems like he's already slipping at least a little bit. There's urgency now, and Harden feels that. Harden knows that. And he's got to be so sick of Kyrie Irving, so sick of a team that that just has been in kind of a malaise, even though they've been pretty good this year. It hasn't been nearly as crisp as it was last year. I've got a theory about Harden that his frustration level is directly correlated to the defensive low, the level of defensive lowlights he has. You watch that game against the Lakers. LeBron had two straight breakaway dunks and Harden just stood there and watched. He was a statue He did not even think about getting back on defense, even though on the first one, he was actually closer to the basket than LeBron was when the whole thing started. He just kind of stood there. Is he going to go get in the way? Is he going to chase down down LeBron? Like, come on, man. (laughs) It wasn't a chase down block. He was like 10 feet in front of him. It was like normal transition defense, huh? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, take this charge from this train that's coming here. I'm just saying, it's starting to feel like shades of when Harden was disgruntled in Houston. And it's not to that level yet. But but remember in Houston, all of a sudden, he looked disinterested. He looked like like he didn't want to be there at all. I'm just saying, those two plays, they they made me wonder. So you expect him to put on a fat suit and just stop trying? Is that what you... Yeah. Isn't that what he did? All of a sudden, he was thin when he got traded to Brooklyn. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if you if we see him in a club with like you know <laughs> fifty cent or something, then we can know uh, he's done. Yeah, then we'll know. Then we'll know that it's uh, it's going to be an issue for them. Uh, well, they did lose to the Lakers Tuesday night. Speaking of take two, Lakers are back, led by a finely healthy Anthony Davis and a completely healthy LeBron James. Lakers dropped the aforementioned James Harden nets. Tuesday night, 109-96. Lakers are now a heroic 24-24. and And last I checked, Frank Vogel still the head coach. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me um, pull up uh, Shams tweets. Yep. Still the head coach. Davis looked good (laughs) in his return. Eight points, two assists, two rebounds, four block shots over 25 minutes. LeBron James had a great night, 33 points, and had the Brooklyn fans buzzing. Jade, play the tape. Fend off. Gives it up, and this time James anticipates LeBron James. Big time flush. A week ago, this team was reeling. Frank Vogel's job in jeopardy. Magic's genie bus was deserving of more, and Russell Westbrook was benched. Westbrook, the main focus of this Lakers team's failures in scapegoating, was reportedly disappointed after getting yanked. But in the two games since, Russ averaged 21 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists on 53% from the field. According to an ESPN report, this risky move has paid some quick dividends. Frank ripped the Band-Aid off, one team source said, after concerns were raised that such an act might erode Westbrook's confidence. Trade rumor wins now swirling of a John Wall for Westbrook's swap in any case. It appears, at least for now, Vogel earned himself some capital. So, Jay, are you as confident as last week that Vogel is going to be fired? And are the Lakers turning this shipping sink around? 
Vogel is going to get fired at some point. It's just a matter of when they have some downturn. I loved the idea that Russell Westbrook's confidence could possibly erode just because there's no way he would care, him right? down his <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I mean, this is a Russell dude who's Westbrook, taking bank shots off the top of a backboard and did it again. Like, he's good. It's still yeah, clapping for good. the ball. Like, give me the <laughs> ball. goes yeah. back to next possession and launches a three ball. Like, this is... He's shot like 20-something percent from three and still taking like five a game. So, no, I don't think his confidence is going to erode no matter what Vogel decides down the stretch. Um, This team, like, Russ is never going to be the right fit. The only thing that can save Vogel and can save this Lakers season, I still don't think they have a chance to win a championship, but it's Anthony Davis and LeBron James just playing at such a high level that none of the other stuff matters. And I think that's possible, but but also like those guys have to be top five players at the same time consistently every single night to mask everything else that is wrong with this team. Marcus, are you buying the return of the Lakers to not just competency, but contender? Nah, I'm I'm chill on that contender business, man. Can't, we just got to level. We got to take our time, man. Like, <laughs> no, it's nah, gotta got to amp up, Marcus. AD's back. Put Contenders him on the podium. To escape the play-in tournament. Also, quick Maybe. question on just philosophically: if you turn around a sinking ship, isn't it still sinking? It's just sinking in a different direction. I mean, technically, or unless it was yeah. going down, but that would be lifting yeah. a sinking ship, right? Why is it turning around a sinking ship? Yeah. It's bad. It's a terrible analogy. I, All I'm saying is, I still feel like we 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 aren't seeing the playoff Lakers. We're seeing playoff LeBron. Now this thing could combust, right? Like all of the issues could somehow manifest together in the postseason. No, Marcus, they're 500 now. They're good. They're not good, but it's not. It's not like you know. It's incendiary. I mean. LeBron's playing right. incredible, and there ha- that has to account for something. That LeBron is incredible still, and it at least keeps alive this idea that when they get to the postseason, LeBron could do something spectacular. I-, I I just I can't get it in my head that Anthony Davis is done, right? Like he's going to be good again, and you know what, man? That's a- that's enough to put a scare. To t- like I could see them. I don't think they're gonna win a title. But if they ended up in the West Finals, like would that be the most crazy thing? LeBron has done crazier things. They've played such stupid basketball this year that yet yeah, I would be surprised. But if they stop playing stupid basketball, I mean they only had eight turnovers right against the the Nets. Like so much of it a is lack that of stupid basketball. So much of there. it is yeah. that. It's that. So Marcus, I I was talking about this on the radio Wednesday morning. Um, how do you think LeBron looks at the other teams in the, in the West? Like, do you think he takes the Suns more seriously now than he did last year? He he wants to be a part of one of them. (laughs) Maybe all of them. (laughs) Uh, Do you think he looks at the Warriors and thinks like, Oh shit, they're back. Or does he look at them and think like, I took care of them 2016. I can do it again. Like he's, I think he looks at them like, (laughs) let's get this Utah matchup cracking. (laughs) I think because I mean, all of this is happening. In theory, right? <laughs> Presumptively, Poor because jazz. LeBron oh, is like, "Yo, can I get some help?" Right? Can, like, can somebody else help right. me with this load? So you've got to think he's looking at what he has around. It's like we got to go stop the Warriors. <laughs> we got to go deal with Phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. like, are you? This is why Russ is here to to kind of help with that, and he's having to do it all anyway. So I think he's looking at. I can see him looking at Memphis like. We can take down Memphis. We can take down Utah. But, man. Yeah. Historically, looking at, like, we need to get past Clay and Steph. Let's go get Russ. Maybe not the most foolproof plan to take down the Warriors <laughs> is to go get Russ. That generally doesn't work. Then, then Kevin O'Connor's recent report that they're shopping around Kendrick Nunn, Taylor Horton Tucker, and, like, a 2027 first-round pick. Like, good luck, For guys. What? <laughs> good good luck finding like, some help with, with that. And that that's what it's they gonna, have to offer. Like, it, has to come from, it, it has to come from within. It has to come from within, right? It, it just has to come from we're going to stop playing dumb basketball and we're going to have our talent and our basketball intelligence take over. It has to. Yeah. I don't it's know what, I mean, like yes. They, they have but to defend at least. It has to, yeah, to me, yeah. that's where, it, like, 
Russ, I mean, Carmelo, God bless him. I don't know if he can do anything, but Russ clearly still has the ability. You can't, he just can't be a turnstile. He, he, right. At some but point, he, he's got to he, he's got to knuckle up and be like, "All right, let's go." To me, the thing is, though, like we keep going back to defense, right, and justifiably so. But the defense is better than the offense. The offense sucks. The offense is bottom ten in the league. At least the defense is around league average, right? Like Jay, like they may need to fix the offense more than the defense. And that that's kind of been the way it was. The whole time LeBron and Anthony Davis have been together, except when they were great, the defense was the best in the league and the offense lagged a little bit behind that. Whereas now it's like defense is extremely (laughs) mediocre, probably worse than that. And the offense is just worse. So I don't think they're going to have like they're not going to have a great offense with with this team, like with Mm. with Russ and. AD, like there's just too many spacing issues to have a great offense. There's not enough shooting. So you have to play good to great defense, at least to give yourself a chance. And I I don't think they can. That's why I I think we talk all the time about the Lakers, but they're frauds of the highest order. They are. Wow. Frauds of the highest order. Frauds of the highest order. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You're going to be so scared when they win that first round matchup and and they start clicking in the playoffs. You're going to be like, take down those girls. Who would they actually be ready to go? Who would they beat in the first round? Utah, maybe. I don't know because they have to get out of the Memphis. They they might have have a chance. Dallas? I'm not convinced they avoid the playoffs. Dallas would have to be top four for them to have a chance of playing them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they won't play Dallas. And the Lakers aren't getting up to the five seats. So, like, well, we don't need to do that. Uh, I right. mean, that's a hot. Hold on. That, hold on. They're getting beat first round. I'm, I'm pretty They're half game behind the Wolves right now. They're half game behind the Wolves as of this recording. Okay. Let's all just but relax. They're, but they're, before we but start they're, talking about four or five matchups in the West. They're three games behind the four seed. <laughs> behind, yeah, behind, the four yeah, seed. That's with the four seed struggling for two weeks <laughs> in a way they usually don't. <laughs> all right. What that's, is going on in Utah, a, by the way? That, that's weird. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's got a concussion. Rudy Gobert was yeah, out with COVID. Tim, Tim Hardaway know. Jr. just broke his foot last night in the Warriors. In game. Dallas? Yeah. yeah. And, and believe it okay. or not, believe it or not, like Jason Kidd had them playing defense. So that's... Yeah, yeah top five in the league. They're, they're good defensive. That, that's Absolutely. a pretty significant um, blow. Uh, Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Speaking of, speaking of good defensive teams, take three. Holy shit! Get away from the dysfunctional NBA teams for a minute and take a look at the Eastern Conference standings. Oh, my God. There's a new king atop the East, Jay. I don't know if you've been paying attention. That's the Miami Heat, that of the Heat culture. We're now 30-17 and 17 at the time of this recording, taking over the Reeling Bulls with the return of Bam out of bio last week. This team is about to hit its stride. There's also news out that you know, Victor Oladipo will return to the floor in February, maybe. Got to start talking about the Heat briefly last week, boys, but why not talk about them again? Spo, Jimmy, Bam, Lowry, and now maybe Depot, Marcus. This ain't your 2020 bubble heat now. This is a potential juggernaut that is about 11 deep. Please. I don't know about you. <laughs> Starting to feel the heat, boys. The heat is on, Marcus. What say you? too early I, 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 I need this heat after the break all right well hold on hold on let me add this incentive all right before you say it's too early 
Giannis's comments in a recent interview with The Athletic in which he seemed to say the Heat benefited from playing in the bubble. He said, I felt like Miami was built to be an NBA bubble team, you know? Shots fired, Marcus. They were I, built to be an NBA bubble team, though. J- Jimmy was built to you thrive guys, in the you bubble. Guys, just because you guys weren't paying attention before the pandemic hit to this Heat team doesn't mean that they were built to be in the bubble, all right? So, they were, they, they I know were you're kind a of big Bucks guy, Marcus, but Heat culture is something but hold. <laughs> you know it. I know it. Can the Heat go all the way this time? Can they go all the way? Absolutely. I, I actually, I do. Will think, they? I don't think they will, but I do think they can. Who's going to beat them? My, Milwaukee. <laughs> I'm still rolling with Milwaukee. Listen, listen. Oh, here's man. the here's the part where the only part I have for pause on the Heat. Which Tyler Tyler Hero are we getting? It's been he's been he's been balling so well. It's yeah. like, hold on, this can't be. Come on, come oh, on. The wow. dude's wow. I'm just, he's averaging. Apparently, someone he's averaging twenty. Someone didn't watch his boxing training in which he looked like <laughs> a like a double dragon no, video look, game character no. swinging uppercuts. Tyler Hero since they lost to the Warriors at at home or in in, in Oakland, mm-hmm. right? And what Steve Kerr called the greatest underman performance he's seen <laughs> he was just like i can't believe that so he was just going off on the, on, on the game that, that they won but the warriors won but since then tyler harrow's averaging 18 shots a game he's he's shooting 40 percent from the field you gotta put him he up shoot, man jay the dude is averaging 21 points on 36 percent from three he's shooting worse than steph curry right now like <laughs> Uh, is is he just gonna chuck? He's, he's instant offense off the bench. Yes, <laughs> is he just yes, gonna he chuck is. forever? He sure is gonna no, chuck. no. Dude, this, if way, he's just gonna chuck like this, they're not gonna chuck. win. They've won sixteen of their last twenty-two. If he's gonna yeah, chuck like not this, it's not, they're not gonna win in the playoffs. I would feel a lot since, better if it was Duncan Robinson. See, since that loss to the they Warriors, have not lost. I think they lost once. They, they've lost twice. They lost to the Sixers once. They lost to the Hawks once. Yeah, barely. they've been, but they've it's been like running off wins left 10 and out right. Of Twelve or something. Seven right? and yeah. two. Seven and here's, two. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Heat. They can beat you in so many ways. Mm-hmm. They've got. I just don't two like this way. Shooters. I don't like the Tyler Harold against the world way. Show me other ways. They have the third, they have the third best offense in the league. What I'm saying. They have they have Max Struess and Duncan Robinson as two sharpshooters. They've got Jimmy and Kyle Lowry getting to the rack. They've got Bam Adebayo just dicing guys, whether it's off the bounce, on the offensive glass, everything. They've got Hero coming off the bench. He can get you 30. They've, they've Caleb got, Martin. Yo, well, them Martin defense brothers are nice, yo. That is just loaded, <laughs> loaded <laughs> with tough and versatile guys. Like, they can beat you in so many ways, and... I think the fact that they're number one in the Eastern Conference, given how many injuries and COVID absences they've dealt with, Mm -hmm. is crazy. Mm -hmm. And and it I think it it shows that this team is built to last because I thought they were they were a team that was built for the playoffs and and for them to be doing this in the regular season with, you know, their eighth, ninth guys having to start games. They're they're incredibly impressive. They're incredibly complete, and they they do have a chance to win the title. And and and, and Eric Spoelstra will not win Coach of the Year. <laughs> he probably won't. I know it's probably gonna be like JV Bickerstaff or, or, or Monty Williams. Are bad for not giving it to you last yeah, right, year. Right. Like he it'll be one of those. Yeah, I I think it's crazy that they're this good, and Jimmy and and. Tyler Hero are just completely inefficient, and they're still this good. Like this is, it's unbelievable. And Jimmy's missed Jimmy's missed eighteen yeah. games as of this recording. Bam missed twenty five games, yeah. missed Bam. more games than I'm he's about played. I'm already trade Bam, by the way, because uh, Omer is wow. like a monster. Oh, wow, wow. I mean, I mean, I'm not trading Bam. You're on the year seven yo, trade. I'm on trade tough, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't do it oh now, but, but hey, Bam, you better watch your back, buddy. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. We got a guy on a minimum getting buckets. Yo, that dude is nice, bro. Like, giving him beat the yo, business. He is nice. I'll take him in a yeah. heartbeat. Yeah, that's the thing. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler have not shot well from three, right? Kyle's at 32%. Jimmy's at 24%. This is nuts. Um, and Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson hasn't been that good. Like, he's 40% he's from three right for now. him is like 
slump, right? It's like struggle. He's 35.8. 35.8 on the season. He's great. This is the weird thing, right? So this is the Duncan Robinson split, uh, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, on the road, he's shooting 39% from three. Uh, at home, 31%. Yeah. Like Duncan Robinson is just an, an anomaly this year. Yeah, I, I don't get this team, they're, but they're so they're incredibly good. They're tough as nails, right? And they have you know what you, get? you know what you get with this team, Marcus. You get a trip to Miami in June. That's what you get. I, I wouldn't be mad with that. You get. I wouldn't be mad with that at They've all. They've got a chance. <laughs> They've got a chance. I, I do believe that. I do believe that they absolutely could win it. They need a lot to go right, but they 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 absolutely could win it. No question about it. And you know, you were talking about like they they can beat you in so many ways. They can defend in many ways too. That to me, mm-hmm. the versatility yeah. they have on defense is is really something. We haven't even really talked about PJ Tucker, right? Like who you know right. they they just got so many of those guys. Um, they can go big. They can go small. They can throw like a bunch of shooters on the floor. They can go like wingy. I actually I actually think Gabe Vincent is is developing into a really nice little player. You know play, what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. Coached by yeah, Mike Brown solid. in the Olympics, baby. Team Nigeria, let's sure. go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that, I don't know what that <laughs> shout out is, but yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I'm with you on that. The one thing, the one thing that, that worries me for the Bucks in a matchup with the Heat in the playoffs is if Brooke Lopez isn't healthy. Because I think Brooke Lopez changes that dynamic that's, in that's that matchup. No, no, I'm saying like because like we know moving forward, like Brooke may not be back, right? He had back yeah. surgery. I don't know if you yep. can count on him being there in the playoffs and, and deep in the playoffs. So if he's not there, you know, the Bucks can still play, obviously. They're still very that good. Still- but that was a matchup that was an issue for for the Heat, like pretty heavily in that series. I think I think Jay that, that's a big duty to stretch the floor and protect the rim. Well, I know it's heat culture, man. You know what? We could spend five hours on heat I'm, culture and just how great yeah, it is. Like, they've got Giannis, they've got Chris Middleton, and, and Zach's like, you know what? Brooke Lopez is the only dude they gotta worry about. No, I'm saying that's the thing that I would worry about if I'm the Bucks. Like I like I is not having Brooke Lopez because that was a game changer. That's a strategy changer for what the Heat want to do. They've kind of the Bucks have had to readjust what they do without him. The Bucks need to wor- the the Heat need to worry about which of their players Grayson Allen's going to take out. That's what they need to worry about. Grayson, back on this again. Grayson, back on. This just again. I would I would be careful about who on that team you go after because there is a Haslam lurking <laughs> wherever whatever you do there is a Haslam lurking Haslam. Right. Forget about Haslam. Jimmy Bam Lowry. PJ, you know Lowry, Lowry can mix yeah. it up. <laughs> They got Markeith Morris. Come on, I, hey, yeah. I wouldn't sleep on Omer either, right? Like, <laughs> no, man, I, I bet you're seven can throw I hands. Bet, I bet yeah. you're seven can throw hands. Call, call, call the hurt seven, man, because he's hurt. He probably doesn't even have to throw he's hands because he you. just looks no. at you and you're just like, all right, man, you, you're yeah. right, you're right. By you're the way, seven. he's got he's got I'm good not. hair. That Omer year seven's got good hair. All right, take four. <laughs> Anthony Edwards saw fear in the eyes of his defender last night over in the West. While you were sleeping, the Timberwolves have quietly put together a season. That's right. They are now 24 and 23 seventh in the West winners of seven of the last 10 games behind Anthony Edwards, 40 points. They dropped the lowly trailblazers on Tuesday night, one Oh nine, one Oh seven. When it was all over, Edwards put Don't up 40 on the lowly trailblazers. I did that on Twitter the other night and I got lit up by blazers fans. They're under. They're so under five hundred, though. What do oh, this is the Blazers I'm of the past? I'm just saying, watch they're out for the Blazers fans. That but they're mentioned. not good for they are, they're they so are lowly. Hard, like their best get players out. They are lowly. What? Jade, play the tape. They're the lowly trailblazers. They're the lowly trailblazers. They're the lowly trailblazers. Oh yeah, they're not good. They're the lowly trailblazers. They're the lowly trailblazers. They're the lowly trailblazers. Oh, j- I, I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Don't call them the lowly trailblazers. I did that on Twitter the other night, and I got lit up by Blazers fans. They're not good. They are lowly, but. But don't let the Blazers fans hear you. You call them lowly. Oh, God. Get out of here. Edwards put up 40 on 27 shots, <laughs> nine rebounds, three blocks, and three steals. The fourth time in his career he's scored at least 40 points. He's played a season and a half. Play the tape. Portland's been missing a lot of open shots. Edwards. It's been his night. 
And Ant's doing superhuman strength. He is flexing the muscle tonight. How did it feel for the young budding superstar? Jade played that tape. Everybody's coming. I like Black Jesus. Sit back for this one. They like Black Jesus. Sit back for this one. I saw the man in front of me, and I saw fear in his eyes, I guess. That was all she wrote. That was all she wrote. They like Black Jesus. Talk to me. As the Athletics' Johnny K, John Krasinski put it, there is nothing quite about Edwards. He grabbed this game by the throat and squeezed until it bent to his will, and there was never a doubt in his mind that he would take it. Asked when he figured he would enter the MVP conversation, Edwards didn't flinch. It might not be this year, but next year for sure. I feel like Black Jesus. Uh, I wasn't. I was a runner, runner up rookie of the year, so yeah. yeah, you know that's cool. But I'm going for MVP next year for sure. Talk to me. Feel like Black Jesus. Your thoughts on Ant and this young wolf Scott, this young wolf squad battling it out for a playoff spot in the West. Can they do it? So Anthony Edwards has been from the time he got into the NBA, one of the most entertaining characters that the league has. He's hysterical. He is fearless. He doesn't care. There's just a joy to him that that not many people, never mind professional athletes, have. He is turning from that entertaining character into a legitimately tantalizing prospect. You look at this dude. He is huge. He is super athletic. He's shooting Mm -hmm. 37 point something percent from three. He can create a shot whenever he wants because he's big enough to do it. His efficiency, which was a problem even in college, is all of a sudden looking up, up, up. And like he, he is turning into a problem quickly. And it changes things for the Timberwolves. Um, obviously, they've, they've been on like a, a journey to try to learn how to play winning basketball over the last several years. And Carl Towns has been part of that. <laughs> Since but 2004, team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 play, they, they play hard. And and I do think Anthony Edwards, like Carl Towns is going to be very good for a very long time. But I, I think Edwards is the variable for them. If if he reaches his potential, like it's pretty scary. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I love this dude, yo. Like he is he's he so is fun. refreshing. He literally called himself Black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling myself white Jesus for a long time. Isn't that just your Jesus? Sorry, my bad. Hasty <laughs> no, Jesus. You want to be historically accurate? You know what? We'll save this for the next week. We'll save this for next no, week. I mean, when I'm on vacation. The dude named his dog after himself. <laughs> like he should. Yeah. Aunt Junior. Yeah, like this. Aunt, that is incredible. Right? I mean, yeah. the amount of swag this guy has. But I'm like, Jay, to me, the difference is this year, he's backing it up with and like not just like better numbers, his efficiency, like his shooting percentage is up, his assist percentage is up, right? Like his and, and without a higher usage rating. So it's not like he's just taking yeah. over more. He's just playing smarter basketball. But man, in the moment, in the moment, he is like, I got this. And when's the last the yeah. last Timberwolf to do that was Kevin Garant. Kevin Garnett, I mean. Like or maybe maybe yeah. maybe Marbury Jimmy oh yeah Jimmy I, Jim, I, I mean, forget about that Jimmy, one year but that Jimmy was like was Jimmy right. for a while right. like a year I forget about that one year and he did it out of spite to the young guys it wasn't it <laughs> it was they just don't they just don't have that and like he yeah. is galvanizing D'Angelo Russell and and Carthony Towns like he in 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 many ways they're like old heads who. Seem a little bit content with just riding it out as like, and he's like, nah, we're not doing this. 
we're about like, to no, be I got good. This. He rocks yeah. the boat. Yeah, like he, he like no, we're about to be good. It's crazy. He, he called out Cap for not handling double teams. Like he called him out and, and like, but in a way that was like, look, if you do this right, we're gonna be hard to guard. So we need you to not turn the ball over when you get doubled. Like, like he's out there leading in his second season. It's impressive. It's crazy, yo. Especially considering the knock on him when he came into the league, right? The the slights on him that were legit slights, right? He was a he he was a, a volume like you know shooter who could get hot, and he takes a, if you watch his game, he takes smart shots. He gets aggressive in the fourth quarter. He, he's never scared at a moment. Like all those little traits. I remember there was a, when they, when they came to play the Warriors, and I was talking with Draymond, and D'Angelo Russell came over, and you know he's like, Yo, D'Lo, why you ain't when I'm gonna get my text back? You know I hit you. He's like, Oh, I'm, you know I'm gonna hit you back. And then, we, and then we're walking off, and one guy, Draymond's walking off, right? He's done his meet and greet with the Timberwolves. He's done. And then he's walk, I'm walking off with him, and he hears somebody call him. He knew who it was immediately. Stopped what he's doing, went back, and it was Anthony Edwards. And then I'm like, yo, you went back for rookies. Like, nah, that dude, that's my, like, that dude's legit. And Draymond, it took Draymond forever to say Carl Anthony Towns was legit, right? So, like, he don't just mm-hmm. hand that out, but they know that Anthony Edwards is for real. And they, they just don't anoint dudes like that. Not even their own teammates. Right. So he might be, he might be Timberwolves. No proof. question. Like, like Anthony Edwards might be to Timberwolves. To the point proof. where, you like, and then, can they keep this dude? Like <laughs> they might, Oh, we're already doing might, that. Hold on. Oh, man. It's if too he, early. If it's he too is early. already, if he is already, this young man, don't you dare. If they don't, I mean, if they don't make the moves, and put him in position. Oh, Is there anybody less, more likely than Anthony Edwards to be like, oh, no, nah, this ain't going to cut it, y'all. Like, like he's not only going to think and say it privately, he's going to get on a mic and say, I don't like these moves. What are y'all doing? Y'all not trying to win. There's going to be a certain point where he tries to become the next player coach, <laughs> right? Like, not, And that's not a knock on Chris Finch. I just think he's going to be like, I think I can do it. Unfortunately for him, I can, Finch I is pretty good. Player though, coach. So he's, he's, he's yeah, he is pretty good. And like you said, like Towns is a laid back guy. Russell is a laid back guy. Like not just it seems in life, but also like on the court, they are super laid back. And Edwards, he seems to be super laid back off the court, but on it, like there's just a different level of urgency to him and a different level of like, just bring it to the other team. That 40 point performance, like, they're down three. He hits an and one three. Mm-hmm. They're they're down two. He he drives to the bucket, finishes through contact over like three guys for an and one. It was so many key buckets in a game that they probably wouldn't have won. They definitely wouldn't have won otherwise. Like he he really carried them to that win. Yeah. What's impressed me most about the Timberwolves with Towns with Russell, I thought there was no chance they would have a good defense. They're top ten in defense. Hey. Jared Vanderbilt, man, that dude deserves all defensive team. Like Jared Vanderbilt has kept that thing together defensively. Yeah, and and so like I, I thought the path to them getting to 500 or better was having an offense that just mutilates you. And really, they've just buckled down and, and played defense. And if you can play defense, and then Edwards eventually evolves into something much better than what he is right now, which I think he will. He's on that trajectory then they, they might have something down the road. Maybe an MVP. Speaking of, take five MVP odds. That's right, fellas. Time to get out those wallets as we take a look at the MVP odds over at BetMGM, available in New York now. Giannis is back, tied with Steph at plus 300. Joel Embiid, plus 325, followed by reigning MVP Nikola Jokic at plus 375, and then a sizable gap between him and John Morant who is at plus 1,600. Kevin Durant down to plus 3,000 after the injury. LeBron plus 3,500. DeRozan plus 4,000. What is happening? All right, Marcus, here is $500 of James Edward III's coat budget, okay? $500. Who you got? Steph Curry. It's becoming a better bet now. It's becoming a safer bet. Even though he's... Even though he's been shooting like me, highly inefficient since, <laughs> since, since, been shooting like since me. November twenty yeah, sixth. Yeah. Yes, you know, here's 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 why I'm saying that because his he's obviously dropping in the rankings, right? So now it's a higher value bet, but also they're somehow winning. 
you're gonna look up. <laughs> you're gonna look up, and they're gonna have 55 wins. And it's gonna be like, yeah, and, you know, presuming he's gonna go on a run. I, I do think the last stretch of the season is gonna determine this. It's too close, right? Too many dudes are having I the agree. last stretch yeah, of the season. So if this is Steph's worst stretch, if he goes off and they end up a top seed. And now, and now the money's down. Catch up. We sell. Oh yeah. Now give them to me now. Before I wouldn't have done it, but now while he's shooting thirty percent for January. Oh yeah. Give me that. that How much of his slump is is due to just Draymond being out? I think I think it's all a back. I think it's all a product of him chasing that record. He just started developing some bad habits, Mm. uh, and then the Mm -hmm. fatigue. Steph is a high ADD dude, so so he's got to be like all on point. Like I think he's tired, and the truth is, he always has this. It's just never been this bad and this long. And then after the All Star break, he turns up, but now he's now he's frustrated. He's he's chucking, mm-hmm. trying to end it. He wants to make three in a row so bad. So now it's just kind of a monster that's eating itself. But I think it began with the record chase. Cause he was just chucking threes. He was just, it was, chucking. it was terrible. He just, it was just chucking was fifteen so threes a game, trying to get it over with. And I think he developed some bad habits that he's kind of got to mm-hmm. work through. Mm-hmm. Give me the Steph on the low money, baby. Let's go. Oh, yeah, oh, what? I'm with that one. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner StubHub has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. I'm going, I'm going Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I mean, I don't know if he will win it, but he has been so dominant over the last month or so, and I don't see that stopping. I also think there's a chance, and I don't know how big that chance is, obviously because of the Harden stuff and because of everything Maury has said, but there's a chance they go out and pick up some game-changing talent by the trade deadline, and then all of a sudden you look up at the end of the season, and not only is Embiid posting 30 and 12 every night but he's doing it for a team that's climbing the standings because all of a sudden there's there's more talent around him so i think i think Embiid is a good bet but there's nobody right now is is head and shoulders above the rest like for a while steph was for a while kd was kd got hurt steph has been in a just weird slump so there are a whole bunch of dudes kind of in the same boat maybe anthony edwards Oh, and maybe maybe Ant maybe well, Ant's gonna be odds? there for, for next. <laughs> Poor season. Jokic. How does Jokic think, not get a turn? By the way, well, I think I think Jokic I think Jokic is the MVP. But if DeRozan is plus four thousand, you gonna give me five hundred dollars to to put on something? I go five hundred dollars for plus four thousand. You kidding me? DeRozan's plus four thousand. DeRozan's 000? not that far off. Jeez. Yeah, that's what it says in this rundown. Plus four thousand. He's been so good. There are a lot of voters that like are into this narrative. And if the Bulls can hold on at all, at all to like a top three record in the East during this no Lonzo ball, no Derek Jones Jr., no Alex Caruso, DeRozan, man. They're going to plummet. They're going to plummet because the Probably, injuries. Probably, but I'm just saying sad. it's the odds, It's man. sad, it's but, but odds. that's his only narrative is like, because he's not going to be the better basketball player than other guys in the race. Like he's been fantastic. Don't get me wrong. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's been amazing. But if you put him up against Steph, against Jokic, against Embiid, Giannis, like yeah. the, the, the Rosen just isn't quite there. So his, his narrative is the bulls have to be the best team in the East. And he needs to be the reason why they're there. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's sad that they're so injured and banged up, but I, I think he, he'll I drop I like out. that call though. 
DeRozan at four. Come on, man. Like, this is. Yeah. Wait, Steph is plus 300 still? I, yeah. I wasn't because all the public's just going. No one's paying attention. No down. one's paying attention. That's not a great bet. No, plus no, 300. It really is crazy how people just don't pay attention. <laughs> no, they don't. They just like he hasn't been. He hasn't been good by his standards. In like, like a he's month been and a half. good floor general point guard, but that ain't why he's sure, MVP. Sure, but yes. we're not. That's not, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. MVP, right? Like that's, but it, it really is crazy <laughs> because he can shoot thirty five percent from the field and thirty percent from three and still warp the defense in a of way course, that yeah. helps his team so much. Yeah. So even though like it's weird, it really is so strange judging him sometimes because it's like every time he steps on the court, he helps his team so much just by being the threat he is. Mm. That it's it's weird being like, yeah, he's playing bad, but at the same time, he's playing bad and still. Like whenever he's on the court, but he's they are playing so much better. Great, he just can't shoot to save his life. Like, part, I think right, part of the right. problem is, and Zach, you'll go with me here. I think he's playing way too much defense. Like, he need to cut off way too much. Way, Thank way you. He's, he's spending so Yo, much on defense. Like, you gotta chill. Keep those hands ready to shoot. <laughs> Give him away from deflections and everything. It's not worth it. Trust me. You Go don't want to play defense. Go the way of your at seven. Oh, just, just yeah, play yeah. offense. Yeah, like, if you want to be successful in this league, be Omer, you're at seven at all times. That's the lesson. That's if you want to be MVP, you can't be burning him? your energy trying to stay in front of dudes. Like, cut all this out. No. Uh-uh. Like, he's stripping dudes. Like, he's getting... Like, no. he's, James Harden won an MVP. Russell yeah, nah, Westbrook won an MVP. They ain't played defense. No, this is a this is not a it's not a defensive he's award right here. He's you too busy. Do that, Mike, you go be Rudy Gobert. Mike Gobert. Brown gives them a monthly defensive player of the month award of the team. He's trying to win that oh, too much. That's here. his problem. Get out of here, man. Go win MVP. Get your head right. Have some standards for yes, yourself, man. Steph. Come Aim on. Aim higher, young man. Yeah, Aim higher. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, BetMGM is now live in New York. There's also a special New York deal. Place your first bet of $10 on any football game with BetMGM and win $200 regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just sign up using bonus code ATHLETICNY. That's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Don't forget subscribe to all the shows on the athletic podcast network warriors plus minus anything's potable down to dunk don't forget no dunks glue guys sixers beat forum club game notes michelle beetles podcast what did i miss with michelle beetle and so many more for jay king for marcus thompson for jade hoy i'm zach harper see you next time on the athletic nba show podcast